going on ladies and gentlemen boys and girls to all those listening around the globe you're listening to ttr aka through the ringer i'm your host with the mostest the pody and across from me i've got the man the myth the legend himself phantom swami what's going on what's up what's up what's up and then next to him we've got mauer power the great Mauer Power, who is now one for nine with his picks. Bing bong. Yeah, I'm one for nine on the year. Let's go. (laughs) It's spicy. (laughs) Be careful, though. It's It's spicy. spicy. That's the most cringe commercial I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's cringe, but it's also perfect for Mauer because we always make fun of him that all he seasons his food with is salt and pepper, and it's too spicy for him. I like spice. <laughs> so anyway, um, we knew it was bound to happen after I talked a whole bunch of shit two weeks ago saying I would never go 0-3 on the season. I immediately went 0-3. And, and this NFL season, if you continue to bet on it, it, it's just, you know what's going on right now. I'm losing money like a sieve. I've bet on the Yankees the last two games and didn't even win on those games. And they won one of the games. So I obviously did a prop bet that didn't hit. But this season has just been oddly hard to predict. The spreads are very weird. We just previewed these games for this week. And it's, again, these things can go any which way. So unfortunately you it's almost a guessing game at this point is we're six weeks in and it's still very difficult to figure out some of these teams you don't know what you're getting on a weekly basis we started to think maybe jacksonville was good then they got smoked again last week so i just don't know where we're at anymore i I, it's it's difficult that i don't know what to do for tomorrow again yeah this is one of the more difficult seasons in terms of trying to predict who's going to win and lose that I, I can remember in recent memory. I don't remember ever going one for nine on my picks ever. I mean, for, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's absolutely nuts. There's teams that are uh, underperforming and overperforming and then they're following it up with the opposite the following week too. They show signs of life and then they come out and look like a dead horse on the field. So I, I don't know what to do anymore. Um, but I do have a solution. Uh, we will be sharing our picks with you later this episode, so I will be giving you guys three guaranteed two-hit picks. <laughs> Let's they go. Are guaranteed. I feel the same. I don't know what else to do. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get down on my knees. It's like 72 <laughs> degrees out outside. I'm going to get on my yeah. knees and go outside and just start praying to the gods, the football <laughs> gods. Oh, Lord, yes. have mercy on my soul, my bank account, please. <laughs> For real. It's just He's like, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you two great picks or would you say two or three great picks after say you went one and nine yeah <laughs> it's gotten to the point i'm gonna have to get a second job now to support my one and every nine. week you're like listen to these three picks they're fire and then just complete not fire <laughs> <laughs> they look you know, fire like i got a, but then you're like i got a solution I i'm giving you, you know. three more picks that are fire <laughs> But seriously, you know it's bad when Priyank is now in first place with the picks. Like, Hell this yeah. guy can't 
f- figure anything out, whether it's oh, fantasy yeah. or betting. Uh, like he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's well, the only us, thing that's so. going right for me what, are what my sports bets and my dude. Picks your Thursday night games podcast. like are four for six. What the hell? Yeah, my Thursday night games. I called the Washington Commanders this past week. I'm four yeah, for six on on um. Yeah. Too bad we don't. Too bad we don't count um Thursday yeah. night games. Otherwise, uh. I'd be hitting, I mean, but getting more, a lot more points. No, no one picks Thursday night games. Like they're so cringe. Like the last two Thursday night games have been abysmal. I, oh I mean, it's gotten to the point now where you saw the memes on online on Twitter for Al Michaels about to retire at halftime. Yeah, because of the th- these pathetic matchups that he has to announce. Dude, I was so upset feel? when I saw that he got hired by Amazon. He's not going to do Sunday Night Football anymore. I was so mad when I saw that. How do that. you feel about your Broncos fans just walking out of the stadium before overtime even started? Good. Good for them. Good for them. And they're probably going to do it. They're, I think they're they're playing the Chargers this week on, I think, like a Monday night or some shit like that. I don't know. I, the good news is Chargers that it's the last Monday, primetime yeah. game for Denver this year, and they oh, won't have really? any more. Oh, wow. They're so thank you. The they might have one. They have one on Christmas Day, if you count that as okay. primetime, but okay. um, that's about it. So we won't have to see Russell Wilson and his cringe ass, his... Uh, the thing that I hate about him the most besides his play is how his cheeks puff up in his helmet. He looks yeah. like a little chipmunk oh out there, God. and he's always confused, and he's always, like, clapping his hands like, dang nabbit. Like, it's on you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dang nabbit. Yeah, because yeah, you know he don't it's curse. True. It's true. Oh my he's God. a man of God. It's on you. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. When is our bye week, real quick? Can't come soon enough. I don't know. I think the, the schedule lightens up a lot after they're their decimated by injuries have, right now. You have to blame Priang for the the Broncos collapse and Russell Dude, Wilson sucking. Because he drafted him in fantasy. Drafted him. Dude, can I say something real quick? Every year I draft players and the curse hits them. Like this year I draft Cam Cam Akers and of course now he's just gone from the from the team. He's just gone. Yeah, that's a weird one. How does this keep happening to me when I draft these players on in Because fantasy? you draft them and immediately get a hard on and like you know. Oh, blame me. Yeah, like no, it's the way team. you celebrate. Yeah, it's the yeah. way you celebrate your fourth and fifth round picks in fantasy that you think they're like the biggest steal. Like you just got yeah. the golden ticket from Willy Wonka himself. You're just like, oh, I can retire. I got Cam. I think Akers I got the, the golden ticket, round. but I'm one of those other kids that aren't the main te- <laughs> main <Yeah>. character. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you, you drafted Devonte Adams, your best player, and he nearly gets suspended. He has some weird shit happen on Monday Night Football where he pushes this person to the ground. Like, like what just is this? Crazy Why shit did that is happen? happening. Like, like nonsense. It's always when I draft these players. Yeah. But, but anyway, well, I guess we'll just let's just jump into these. Broncos games. uh bye week is week nine. There's a lot of teams week, that have bye weeks week nine. They oh, play yeah, the Jets yeah, yeah. next week. Jets, Broncos next week. Oh yeah. So yeah. after they after they lose that, they'll probably go into uh Yeah. I think they have one more and then they go into their bye, right? Yeah. So all right, yeah, like you said, without further ado, we're gonna jump in, start with the one o'clock games. So here we go. We are uh, up first on the slate. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a another weird one. I know Steelers are at home, but the, the Bucs are favored by 10. 10 seems like a lot. Um, Tom Brady, I don't know if you know this, last week threw the ball 50 times. That was another weird spread against the Falcons. He's like 10-0 and in his career. They didn't end up covering because for some weird reason, the Falcons, as bad as they are, they've covered in every single game this season, so maybe something to keep an eye on for our picks later or if you're going to bet the Falcons at any point in this season. Uh, but the Steelers getting absolutely murked um, by the Bills, 
and they're just they don't look like a good team. They've gone to Kenny Pickett and the Bucks. Tom Brady threw the ball 50 times against the Falcons. Do you know he's won 23 games when he's thrown the ball 50 times or more? And Jeez, the next cow. the next closest person in terms of wins when throwing the ball 50 times is five. Five wins. And all of them uh, five is the most. I, I want to say, like, I, I heard, like, maybe Dan Marino, Peyton Manning's name was in there. But all of them are under 500, and Tom Brady's, like, 23 and uh, 12 when he throws 50 times. So the man is, like, 45 years old. He's about to get a divorce. Everyone, It's all over the pages. Antonio Brown is posting stuff about Giselle, like, dirty stuff, like, ridiculous stuff. And yet he still is going out there and throwing 50 times. When Peyton Manning was on his last straw and they won that Super Bowl, they won it on the back of that defense. He could barely throw the ball anymore. He had, we joked he had a noodle arm. No disrespect, he's so great, but it, it, it like Tom Brady can still throw the ball. It's absurd. So 10, it's kind of a lot, but how can you lean against the 10? Um, so if push came to shove, I would take the Bucks uh, minus 10 here, but it's not a game I'm, I'm going to probably bet on. If I can get yeah. it lower than 10, maybe, but I don't know your thoughts. I just don't see, this is too high to me. To touch this game. Yeah, it, it's too high and it's it's not high enough at the same time. Yeah, like the, yeah. the, the, the Pittsburgh game, right? Last week, 14 yep, point favorites, exactly. biggest spread of the year so far. And I, I jumped on Pittsburgh plus 14. And um, obviously, they lose by like 30 something. They just got blown the hell out. Kenny Pickett yeah. is just not ready yet. It's very obvious. Everybody knew it, but you know, you still want to see him. So they're yep. going to play him. I, I like this game. Uh, for maybe one or two props, one being like a Mike Evans anytime touchdown. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Najee Harris owner in uh, fantasy, severely disappointed with his output this year. Um, And they vulture him at the goal line too, and they run Kenny Pickett in. So I would also look for maybe a Kenny Kenny Pickett anytime touchdown rushing. They scored, what, three points last week? So you got to imagine they're going to – that's what scares me. They got so blown out that I feel like they could – they could make this a little bit of a game late, and they could put up points. This could, could be high scoring. They could, but at the same time, I just don't think like 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 the, I was I was reading things about like Kenny Pickett starting. Why would you start him against the Buffalo Bills? Like if you're gonna make this it made change, no sense. Like why would you start a rookie against that defense, knowing know. that the week after you're playing Tampa Bay's defense? Like these are if not the best, like they have to be the best two defenses in the league. Agreed. So to start him makes no sense. Well, the the reason they did that was because I personally don't agree that they they brought him in at half of that Jets game, and I think that was a bad move because I don't think Trubisky was the reason they've been bad. Obviously, the quarterback play isn't the reason they've been bad. It's other things, but that the fact that they brought him in there at the half against the Jets, they kind of were now forced to keep him. They they're not going to you know bench yeah, him back. and then that go yeah too. go back to Trubisky. It's just not a good look. So they they made their bed, man, and they got a lie in it. But you make a good point after facing that Buffalo defense to now face Tampa Bay's defense. That's a tall yeah. order. This could be a blowout. The only reason I'm not I'm going to stay away is just because they're at home and they might get just a little bit. Of lift, I don't know. It's just some and and the w- the way Tampa's playing, they haven't been great offensively, and they let Atlanta with the backdoor cover. I just can't trust them to cover this big of a spread. The cool thing is though, Pickett did throw for three hundred and twenty-seven yards in in Buffalo, so that yeah. that's pretty that's pretty impressive. But again, like he's he's going to be out without his tight end. Um, that defense is missing a lot of pieces for this game, so. Like, do you think they'll get more, like you know more possessions because of that defense? Absolutely not. Now, right? Right. So, I don't know. We'll see how much time he gets the ball in his hands and what he actually does with it. Yep. 
All good points. All right. Next up, we've got the New York football giants sitting at four and one. I don't know if anybody saw this coming. Brian Dayball, early coach of the year candidate. They're hosting the Baltimore Ravens, who are five and a half point favorites. They got a big time win against division rival uh, Cincinnati because since he tried to go for two instead of going for the tie, and then they won by like two points on a Justin uh, Tucker field goal at the end. Um, I don't really agree with that coaching philosophy there if I was Cincinnati. And then Baltimore had a chance to go up eight. They went for two. Just the coaching in today's day and age with these going for twos and the percentages, I I don't agree with a lot of it. Uh, just kick the extra points, you know. But this is, a, this is a weirdly interesting game as well. The Giants, five and a half point underdogs at home they've really defied the odds um against you know whether it's been tennessee uh you know their lone losses to a, a cowboys team which we now realize is pretty good um but they they've been pretty good thus far um and buffalo has been up and down they blew a couple leads they're really better than their record says um just that defense has really been interesting. And here's the kicker. This is what makes this a really interesting pick. And I guarantee you a lot of bets are going to be for Giants money line. Don Wink Martindale, the Giants defensive coordinator, used to be the Ravens defensive coordinator. So you know he knows how to coach against Lamar Jackson. He's gonna he has he used to have to do this every day in practice. So that could be the X factor, which wouldn't surprise me if one of the three of us has the Giants here at plus five and a half for one of our picks. I'm on the fence about it. Um, I think this could go either way, but it's definitely a juicy a juicy matchup. For sure. I'm going to be keeping yeah. my eyes on this game at one o'clock. It's a, it's a game I think that whoever's going to win is going to win by a touchdown or more. I, just, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think the Giants have had so many close call wins so far this year. They've won by one yeah. point against Tennessee, three points against Carolina, eight points against Chicago, but it's Chicago. And then they squeaked by Green Bay by five. So I think that this is going to be the game for one of the two teams to, to you know take it to the next level and win by more than a touchdown. You're right. It is a sexy pick with the Giants money line. And the Giants are in a good place right now. They're in the lead with the NFC East, and uh, they're very healthy coming into it. So I like that. Very, I, very I th healthy. I think this is one of the. I think the Giants, like being four and one. Um, I think you you hear about this regression to the mean phrase a lot. I think they're playing well above what they should be playing. Um, you're telling me without wide receivers, like they can do this. They don't. I don't understand. They don't have any wide receiver. I think there's two start uh, leading wide receivers last week were. Um, this guy, Richie James, right? That was his uh, name. Slayton led the team. And Slayton. And then yeah. you have this guy, Sills, also. Like, that has to be the worst starting three wide receiver trio in the league. Um, no doubt. Don't forget Odell. <laughs> Odell. They used to, he's yeah, coming back. You think he's going somewhere else? I think, I think he's going, going to New York, dude. He's, going to the, he's either going to Rams or, yes, he's going to New York to the Buffalo Bills. He's not oh. going... He's Did you see his tweet, by the way, speaking of Odell, somebody put out like the odds of teams like betting odds. And he said, I'm technically not in the league. Can I still bet on this or not? Because obviously <laughs> players can't bet on stuff. And it was like, I forget what team it was. That was plus 900. That was hilarious. Can you can you imagine yeah. if he could? <laughs> oh, dude, he'd make a killing. He'd just go to the team with the worst odds. That's still good. I mean, I if I was or Odell, he, he honestly, just bets big on the, the team that he really wants to go to and he'll win money. <laughs> If Odell was smart, he wouldn't go back to the Rams. I hate to say it, but that team is not good right now. Allen Robinson, I don't know what's going on there, but I think I think we'll 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 know sh soon enough um, where yeah. he's going. But I mean, going back to the Giants, I don't know. I don't see them. So you're all on Baltimore. 
I'm on Baltimore. I think I'm on Baltimore. They're playing so good right now, even without Rashad Bateman. Not really. Still playing good. They haven't looked that good. They look pretty good to me. I think. I think they they're one of the better they beat, teams in the league. They've blown two late leads by double digits. They but again be, they've barely had beat the leads. Jets. That's what I mean. They 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 did. They, uh, they Giants had this miracle comeback win against the Packers. Listen, I'm not in. Dis- I'm just playing devil's advocate. This is this is one of those games that it it's juicy on paper to to pick the Giants because for whatever reason, I totally agree with you. For some reason, the Giants should not be four and one. Like every game's been close, like Nick said, and yeah, they will eventually regress back. Who knows? They could make the playoffs. They could go, you, you know, just above two games above 503 games and just get in there. I don't know. It's still early, but I agree that uh, this type of game, they should get blown out. The only thing that concerns me is Martindale. I mean, that defense, look what they did. How the hell they were down like 17 against Green Bay in London last week. And somehow they they were able to stop Green Bay and win that game when Rodgers got two passes batted down at the end. I never would have expected a Giants team like this because you you alluded to it. They have no receivers. They have no weapons besides Saquon. And somehow they came back down double digits. It's like, whoa. Yeah. And you know, Saquon's playing out of his mind. Daniel Jones, this is what I've been saying since the day he was drafted. Good coaching. This man could be like a, a little bit more than like a Mark Sanchez. And hey, the Jets were good with Mark Sanchez. He was good enough to get them to two AFC championships, but it was basically on the backs of that defense. And if you're not asking Danny Dimes to do too much and not run, in, run it for his life and get concussed every other week or, or get sacked when he has some protection and hand it off to Saquon, who just does his thing, they're not horrible. Um, so they're I'm really wanting bad. to see... Uh, yeah, I'm, I really want to see this defense against Baltimore. I would lean towards you and expect this to be the game coming back from London, a little jet lag maybe, and they yeah. get smoked. But I don't know. Like Maurer said, this could be whoever wins this is obviously if the Ravens win, they're going to cover. But uh, I, I can't I can't 100% count out the Giants. I, I can't either, and that. that's saying something too because I, yeah. I strongly dislike that team. And they're at home. Yeah, so it's it's a weird one. So this is two games in a row now that you got to be cautious about this. And the, the the underdogs have been covering. It seems like a lot. It's been it's been a weird weird. I'm glad I don't do survivor pools because I'd have been out probably like week two. <laughs> Crazy. All right. So next up, we've got the Atlanta Falcons hosting the San Francisco 49ers. The Falcons are getting four and a half points at home. Another home underdog. Um, and like I said, the Falcons have covered in every game this year. And I got to say, another game I'm not touching. 49ers have progressively gotten better now that Jimmy G is getting more comfortable. Um, I don't know if Bosa is going to play in this game. I know he's a little bit banged up. And I got to say, um, another game that the Falcons might cover this. Like, are they about to be, you know, are they about to cover every game this year? Like, what is the deal with this Atlanta Falcons team? They're bad. They're not good. They're a bad football team, but they just keep covering. And I don't know how many times I've lost money betting against them now this year. So I know better. Yeah. Good. Good for them for winning against. They play hard. um, Yeah. For winning against the Browns that one week. And then, yep. I mean, I don't know. Uh, dude, that, that team sucks. They <laughs> that do. team is so it's bad. Just, they don't know what so they're doing. They they have these two awesome uh receivers in Kyle Pitts and um Drake and London. Drake London, but they insist on running yep. the damn ball. Yep. You're not a team built 
to run the ball because your team sucks. You need to throw yeah. the ball yeah. to catch up and win. And like they can they can hang around. They make these like games closer towards the end of the game when it's already kind of like with the, without like you can't reach it basically. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um they did it they, against the Rams. That's what I'm saying. I lost, it looks I lost money on that game. They were down like 50, like 20 points and all of a sudden blocked punt and then they scored and it's like they they lose by 4 points out of nowhere in the fourth yeah. quarter. It's insane. Like like good for them for being America's team when it comes to betting. Seriously. But, but no. Like yeah. they're, they're not going to win this game. There's nothing else. They suck. <laughs> they literally suck. They don't oh, they suck. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, one um, more I kind of disagree. Yeah. I kind of disagree. I think that they yeah. suck. No, that they're that they don't have success running the ball. I think that you, your starting quarterback is Marcus Mariota. You have to put they the ball in his hands. I've never heard of. They have running. Year. Well, they have Cordero Patterson, who's well. He's on you know, IR now. He's but, a fossil. He's yeah. not. Is, is he out this game? I didn't see him he's, in yeah, the he's on IR. For he's on IR. Yeah, this is the second yeah. game. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is questionable as well going into tomorrow too. So I don't know. You can, you can have but success. They give up the their ball. defense is their weakest link. They give up over four hundred and five right. yards a that's, game. That's exactly right. Dude, they, they score they 23 points a game, but they give up 24. So it's the the line for error there is very slim. I think that the value for mo- their money line is very not is not that good. Plus 180. That's not that. That's not that cool. No, it's um, not. Four and a half spread. I mean, I want to take San Fran in this, but like you said, yeah. like them being five and zero against the spreads is is pretty crazy. <sighs> They've burned. Rough. I mean, that so street got to come to an year. end. This is the epiphany it of the does, NFL season but... in this game right here. Like nobody knows who to take in this shit show. It's That's also a game week. where, like, the 49ers are not a high, high-scoring offense. Um, last week we saw it on their their defense putting up points. So, like, it's one of those weird ones. If they're not, if they don't score a lot of points, the Falcons might hang around, man. It's it, I don't know. So, uh, but you know, I, again, I would in a game like this, I you would want to lean more than likely. Like, nobody wants to bet on the Falcons at plus 185. No way. So lean, every lean time, 49ers. Every time they get a field goal, you're just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we put up points. <laughs> right. All right. Okay, next up, the game of the week, or our game of the week. Really interested in this one. Green Bay Packers at home, seven and a half point favorites against the New York Jets. Oh, my God. Give me a freaking break. <laughs> the Jets have won two in a row. They finally won a division game. Sauce Gardner's the real deal. Garrett Wilson balling out. Brees Hall, 197 total yards and a touchdown. Zach Wilson is now 2-0 and on the season. Two big wins at Pittsburgh and at home against the Dolphins. Uh, I know it wasn't the same because we knocked Teddy Bridgewater out of the game on the first offensive play that the Dolphins had, which was also a safety. Um, they're quickly falling off the map. And, dude, for fantasy purposes, too, these new concussion protocols, like anybody that gets that gets knocked out of the game and goes into the tent for evaluation of a concussion now, they're not coming back no matter what. That's kind of scary. It, it, like, Teddy Bridgewater, they said, passed, passed concussion protocol during that game, but because of these rules, somehow he couldn't go back in, and now he's not playing again this week. It, dude, it's bizarre. They did that bizarre. for the look. Like, they just did that for the look. Uh, right. Like, of course, right. what they did I, I want to imagine... Make up for yeah. it. Um, and I have but, to imagine if it was another team that that quarterback would come in, just the optics being that it was Tua and the Dolphins. So it's just yeah, very weird. That's but, why I think they held them out. And now they're just yeah. doing this whole for the optics. 
hundred percent, hundred percent. They know they're getting Tua back next week. They already said that Tua was already at practice this week. Yeah, he's been back at practice. Yeah, they announced he's playing against the Steelers next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, dude, we'll the see. Jets. I just want to go to the Jets. The Jets yeah. are the fifth seed if the playoffs were to start today. Yep. Number it's super one early, wild super early. Team. But we can be proud of this, given given Hell the fact yeah. how bad we've been. We've finished with like a four at win season, this. a five win season. Yep. We have three wins going into week six. This is three. This and is two, amazing. Baby. It is. And Robert Sala, we trust. I mean, but, he's but checking the other, those receipts. <laughs> The good thing is, I'm kind of glad for Zach Wilson for winning these games. Everyone's always calling him the bust of like the quarterbacks taken that year, but here he here he is, two and zero. He's playing much yep. better. Brees Hall but, is the real deal, my guy. He like, is, dude. We had that multiple wheel route rookie where he of the like years. 50, yeah, like that whip, defensively that and two offensively, like it's unreal. It's we unreal. had the best. We've we've had the best draft class easily. Our top four uh, picks, mean, yeah, our top four picks all panned out. That's awesome. I'm so glad, uh, being a Jets fan. I don't know that's a little fandom kicking in, but yeah, I don't but know. What's your thoughts terms, at seven and a half? At seven and a half, are you guys I, ready for your yeah. reality check here? Are you guys still daydreaming about your fucking top four picks here? Can I can no, I give you guys I mean, a nice hardcore dose Look, twice a day of reality? Oh listen, yeah, which are one to nine, once in the morning, once at this night. Spread, here, this spread is huge. This it, is the it, juiciest money line big. of the week, in my if opinion. The, Giants, the Jets money line is so juicy. I love it. Uh, I love it. I love it. I like. But I would take. The they're Jets in Lambo, the guys. You got to be realistic. They they went to London. They that's traveled. Exactly, they get yeah. to come home. They get to spend no, time with their why. families and their they're wives unraveling. and play at home. This could Jets, get even worse for the for the uh, for the uh, no Christian the Watson. Are the Jets uh, ready to play in twenty two degree weather with snow? Is it really, dude? It's New York no. Jets, my guy. It's it's going to be cold. Jets my uncle's cold. at the game. He's going on oh, Sunday really? to the Jets Packers game. Yeah, him and his Ooh. his my okay. aunt and, and their boss. That game they're all at the game. So to? shout out to There's them. There's nothing else to do in Green Bay versus. No, I mean, go to this game. If Green you were going to go to Green, if you at. were going to go to Wisconsin, yeah. you'd go to a Packers you'd go to game. A Packers. That's why. That's what I mean. There's nothing else to do. Like exactly. Yeah. coming back. Don't hate him because he's doing the one thing that you can do. But as I'm yeah. saying, he's going there and then just coming back. Is he doing anything else out there? Is he going somewhere else? Yeah, they're going to the. They're probably partying tonight, and then they're going to the game tomorrow and tailgating and having a grand old time. Oh my god, that's awesome! Listen, one the, quick thing yeah. I want to say about this is you have two two-headed monsters on both sides of the football for these teams. You have Aaron Jones and uh, what's his name there? AJ uh, Dillon. AJ Dillon, thank you. And then for the Jets, you have Brees Hall and Michael Carter, and. That's where these teams thrive right now. The Packers still trying to figure it out with the wide receivers. The tight end is in. They don't really throw to him too much. Which is um, surprising real quick. Like well, They should use yeah, Tunyon more. I know. I but don't. I think his problem is injury history and, and not being healthy enough. But even well, Same with Conklin, too. He's a good tight end. They barely yeah. used him last week. They, they yeah, didn't, but, but no, the Jets didn't the use weapons, anyone last week. On, on, right now, nobody had more than like 30 yards receiving. But you got to tell me, the Jets have a better group of wide receivers right now than No, the no, Packers. the Jets do, but I'm saying... I think so, too, yeah. The so like, that Packers makes sense why Conklin bad. isn't being used as much. Um, you know Uzama? No. I, I looked into this also real quick. Yeah. Uzama has been playing a lot of O-line. Like he, yeah, like I he comes that. in and he's a blocking tight end. Yeah, just because of how decimated the O line is. Listen, whatever works at this point, it's, it's fine. It's working. Um, I liked a couple end arounds and and the trickery that they were doing. But this this, this spread is high, man. If it was yeah, under seven and a half, high. I I mean, I'm still leaning Packers. But if the Giants can beat the Packers, granted, it was on a neutral site, you know, across the pond there. Um, this could be a game where the pack, like where Aaron Rodgers is like, screw this, like. 
I'm still Aaron Rodgers. We're the Packers. Like we're not losing to the Jets. And he just like rips us a new one. But honestly, I feel I'm starting to feel the confidence winning two in a row. I think Zach Wilson is going to ball out in this game. They got to throw the ball more this week than they ran it last week. Like that's no doubt, no question, because Zach Wilson didn't have a turnover last week. So I expect this to be a lot of passing, really on both sides. I don't think that um, the Packers are going to have you know. Uh, just run the ball 50 times down the Jets' throats because if they do that, good for them because that means Aaron Rodgers isn't throwing the ball and we have a, we have a chance to win. And our run defense hasn't been great. But I expect the Jets to uh, keep pounding the rock and set up some play action and, and throw the ball downfield. Let me see what this Packers secondary is made of and see if we can make some plays and go into Lambeau and get a third straight win. That would be freaking amazing. Absolutely. I think, I think, I don't know. I'm hoping they win, but I like, I like Jets with the points. I do like yeah. Jets with the points. I like the Jets with the Same. points too. Same. And I think they've had, they've had better and more quality wins on the year than the Packers have had. The Jets wins have been nice. They, for the longest time, they just, they couldn't get a win and they didn't know what winning felt like. And now mm-hmm. they know what winning feels like. They know how to get it done and they have the confidence to even draw plays like the dilly dilly play last week where yeah. Zach Wilson's catching a touchdown pass, man. Like mm-hmm. that's the type of energy you want to see from your favorite football team where they, they show, they look at least like they've exactly. been there before. Like they know how to win a game and now 100%. they have some quality wins under their belt. They're young, they're talented, they're fast. I said this in the preseason. I really like the Jets this year, their roster, all the additions. This is going to be a, a little bit of a better game than I think a lot of people anticipate. I, you know, expect the Packers to start hot. Like I always say, mm-hmm. 7-0, 14-0, 14-3, stuff like that at end of the first, end of the half. And then um, maybe look look for the Jets to maybe get this game Rally. close right before the half. And then yeah. that second half is going to be all Jets. Listen, J-E-T-S. Jets, last point I'll make. Jets are third in the NFL, I believe, in scoring in the fourth quarter. So oh, wow. This game could come down to the fourth quarter. Smells like a live bet. No, <laughs> fourteen of those points are from Flacco. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Yeah, that Browns game. <laughs> the Flacco two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get to our next game. Not, not two two mediocre teams at best. Um, we don't really know what to make of either of these teams. I think Bailey Zappi is going to play again in this game. You've got the Browns hosting the Patriots, two and a half point favorites at home. Um, I don't know what to make of this game. I, I'd have to flip a coin because I just don't know. Uh, what New England did to the Lions last week was nothing short of a miracle because the Lions were the highest scoring offense in football, I believe, and they shut them out. Zero points. And Bailey Zappi got a win, like, what was it, like 36 to nothing or something? In, yeah. It, ridiculous. It, it proved that something like that game proves to me that, oh, shit, okay, maybe I maybe I uh, counted Bill Belichick out not so fast. Like, this guy is still the best. And that showed. And so now Cleveland, they lost, you mentioned that, two weeks ago to the um, Falcons, weirdly enough, when they should have just destroyed them in that game. So I, I don't know what's going on. There's a new allegation against Deshaun Watson, like a 26th woman now this week. So I don't know if that's a little bit of a distraction or not. You got to stare at this stupid uh, elf, whatever you want to call it, this Keebler elf. The dumb on, logo. On the Yeah, on the 50-yard line because this is a Cleveland Browns home game. But not going to lie, like I would lean towards the Patriots at, at two and a half here. Of course, two and a half. Lean, tends to lean towards that field goal, but this yeah. could be a two to three point game easily. I don't see this getting out of hand on either side. No, this is going to be one of those games that just like ends really quickly just because they're both running the ball. And they both, that's true, like, yeah. 
And the crazy thing is, like, even under um, Zappi, like, they're still able to run the ball. You'd expect a lot more stacked boxes on defense. But they're able to run the ball. Ramon J. Stevenson is now the lead back. Damien Dude, Harris is wow. out multiple weeks. Yeah. And, uh, what was it, a yeah, groin injury they, or a hamstring? Uh, something like that for Damien Harris. I think it was, like... like that. Or something. Yeah, I have so, to get off the top. Yeah. But I remember but he's going to be out a while. Not, it's a multi-week injury. He's not out for the season. Yeah. And J. Stevenson put up huge, huge um, yards um, on um, this past Sunday when Damian Harris went out. So, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a run-heavy game on both sides. It's going to be one of those, like... It's a hamstring injury. Defense? Hamstring, sorry. Um, so it's going to be one of those, like, which which defense can pull out the win. They both have amazing deep. In reality, both of these these teams are kind of built the same way. Um, yeah, we'll see. And I don't know. I think Miles Garrett should be back for this game, too. Yeah, if I had to lean, I'd probably lean towards the Browns just because they're at home and, you know, they're only the two-and-a-half favorites. So, you know, that you got the hook on your side on that, yeah. on that bet. But that's what I like in this game. I just don't think you can touch this another one. I don't think I wouldn't you can touch, touch it, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of this one. Yeah. If you touch it, touch the under. I that's mean, true. What's the what's the over under right now? Forty three and a half. Forty three and a yeah. It's yeah, 42, that's forty three. Easily hit the under. That's easily hitting the under. When you say that though, don't be surprised when it hits yeah. the. I over. I mean, they right? might hit the over just by like one point. It's not like they're gonna break. Break it. No, by it's, a lot. these teams are very weird because like the Patriots struggle to score, and then last week they scored thirty whatever, and that's same with the Browns, like. They scored 20 only against the Falcons. Then another week, like, they're running it all over the place. They yeah. look like the greatest, you know, team on turf. And, and Brissett hasn't looked great lately. So, yeah, a lean towards the under, that's the safest bet. This spread is sketchy. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaning towards the under, leaning towards, to be honest, the Browns, I think, yeah. win this game. Okay. Yeah, I would take the Browns. All right, next up, the Miami Dolphins at home against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings now 4-1. and one. Um and they, after a, a big win against the Bears, although they were up big and the Bears almost came back, Dolphins three-point underdogs at home. This is interesting because the Dolphins looked like the greatest team in football when they were beating the Bills, and then it's all come crashing down since the Tua injury. Now Teddy Bridgewater out again, and they're starting this rookie, uh, Thompson, again. Um, I say again, but he came in against the Jets after one play and finished out that game, so he's getting his first start. At home, um, interested to see what the, the the crowd, the fan base reaction is to all this. How, how if they show up and they're nice and loud. Um, but again, the Vikings. Why is this spread not higher? I mean, I'll tell you form, right now. Like this Vikings sketch, at home are a different team than Vikings away. Vikings away yeah. is horrendous, horrendous. They're just not that good. So, but Kirk Cousins in the one o'clock slot, I think he's pretty good in the one o'clock slot versus elsewhere. I I so. would hope so. Like you, you have so much talent and yeah, a team that's like pretty, pretty, pretty healthy. You know, pretty, pretty in good health, and they're just not. They sometimes they just don't produce to their amount of talent. They're a team that is good. They're not great. Like they'll make the playoffs, the Vikings, but they're going to be that team that always comes up short, and we see it year in and year out. They get a little bit lucky. We saw Kirk Cousins against the Saints a few. You know win that overtime game in the playoffs. And it's like, okay, finally got over the hump. Then they get smoked. So they're just, and I wouldn't be surprised if just out of nowhere, because the Dolphins are at home. This kid's now got a full game under his belt. They have playmakers all around the place, you know, between Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle and Gasicki and a somewhat decent secondary. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if they start putting up points and then in the end, like the Minnesota kicks a game winning field goal or something and wins by three. But to not to 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 for anybody to bet the Dolphins, you got to be out of your mind here. They're not win. There's no way they should win this game. No way. I don't think so. Not with Skylar Thompson under center. Um, there's gonna be a lot of short passes, a lot of like third and shorts that don't convert, and they're gonna punt. In my opinion, he was the know. best quarterback I- in the preseason. Did you know that? Was he? Yeah. They oh, said wow. that in the Jets game. He performed. Good for him. Yeah. Surprising because so. we have Strevler and he was a sensation. I know. In the preseason. So, yeah. I don't know. There's one uh, thing I like yeah. about this game and it's Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. So, it's going to be a light show. I think that it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Both these guys run deep routes and catch crazy good balls. Um, I lean towards the Vikings. I, I think that the Vikings have a good enough chance to uh, not only win this game, but pull a lead to you know, continue their lead in the division in the NFC North. I think the Packers look a little bit weaker than they have in years past. It's an, it's a chance for a Vikings team that has, hasn't really gotten much better, but they're on the cusp of breaking through and finally clinching like a one seed yeah. in the NFC North. True. I like them. The defenses are a little bit weak. You know, the Dolphins are banged up. The Vikings are at home. Skull, skull, blow the horn. I don't know what celebrity they're going to have <laughs> blow into that artificial COVID horn that they got at the top of their stadium. But, um, I would take the Vikings in this, uh, regardless of the spread. It's probably going to be actually one of my picks this week too. Real quick, I think the Vikings are actually away. They're at no Vikings. Dolphins. Oh, Vikings are away. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Miami's home. Yeah, and then that's why the spread's really low because Kirk Cousins on the road is different than Kirk Cousins at home. It's this spread is this spread is sketchy as all hell. That's what um, I'm saying. It's one of those sketchy. The Vikings picks. are actually one in four against the spread this year. Yeah. Wow. So I take that back. I will not be using them this week. <laughs> Everything you said is just... Well, that. I'm one in nine, so if I see one in something, I ain't picking it. <laughs> oh, I, um, I was it? I, I was looking at this game as one of my picks for today, but I stayed away yeah. because Sketchy I don't like sure. Games in Florida, it's going to be 81 degrees. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful at Hard Rock Stadium. And two is going to be watching on the sidelines with a you know, Fisher-Price helmet yeah. on his head. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next game which is just as bad, just as sketchy, just as bizarre. I don't know how you can safely pick this game. Um, I mean, looking at it on paper, knowing that, again, Andy Dalton starting, no Jameis Winston in this game, Michael Thomas out again, um, you would expect the Bengals to lay the smack down on the Saints, and I just don't know how I can safely, safely argue against that, but they are on the road. And Andy Dalton didn't look bad. They brought in Taysom Hill. He had a bunch of touchdowns. Uh, I just, this is one I will firmly, of all the games, if I had to not touch a game, it would be this one. Yes, I agree. They have those, like, even when you think, like, logically speaking, you think, you know, Bengals are going to win this game, right? Logically speaking. But the Saints just have this gadget of a player in Taysom Hill that can make huge plays. Um, they still have Alvin Kamara there, even though they don't have all those wide receivers. Um, and, and is Olave out? Olave, he's questionable, I believe, but I'm 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 feeling that he's going to be out just because of the concussion that he had. Yeah, he got knocked up out. Yeah. Um. I, I just I, I don't <laughs> I just don't see. Um. I don't know. I I just it's so hard to trust Bengals. Also, um, you're just going tell us right New now. Orleans. You're 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 betting this. You're picking this. Game I'm absolutely not picking picks. this game. I'm staying away just like <laughs> you are. 
I'll tell you right. this much: Perfect. the Saints are not going to win this game. I'll just put it that. I'll just put it that Logically simply for you guys. Speaking, I can't argue with that. Yeah. I'll tell. I'll tell you guys who's out for this game on the Saints, and you tell me if you still want to take them. Marshawn mm-hmm. Lattimore is out. Jarvis Landry is out. Michael Thomas is out, and Chris Olave, their rookie sensation wide receiver, is questionable with a concussion, which you can likely assume he's also going to be ruled out. Oh my I would, god! I would, they're dead. They have nobody. <laughs> they're they're dead. dead. Their best corner and their top three wide receivers are all out. But yeah. I will say this. The way this season is going, this would be a typical game where the Saints just, just win because the NFL doesn't make sense this year. And the For Bengals the are another fact, team that you can't figure out. Jameis Winston isn't starting. No, he's, he's not still starting. still hurt. He's still hurt. They already said Andy Dalton's playing. Yeah, but for but, the sheer I mean, fact, I don't know that he's inactive. He might be available. Yes, that part is true. He might be available. He might be on the sidelines. That's what they said. Um, but for the sheer fact of this game being at Saints, I'm not touching this game. If this was at Bengals, I would 100% think about betting the Bengals. But nope, not at Saints. That's a tough place to play, man. It See, really I disagree. Is. I I think I think that that out of all the games this week, I don't really think that one the the home away factor matters as much in that game. I think uh, always, I, I would still I think feel always, very I comfortable. Then. I would it. still feel very comfortable taking the Bengals. It's a three-point spread, and who's going to score points for the Saints? If the you can't Bengals score points, you're not going to win. You're not going to cover. This year, their coach is not good. I'm sorry. That uh, what's his name? Taylor, Zach Taylor. He is not a good coach, man. He he got luck. They went on a lucky run and went to the Super Bowl. But you're seeing it every other year. They were ready to fire this guy. If he didn't have a good year and make the playoffs last year, he would not be coaching this team right now. I I don't think he's that good. So I I can't trust them. Jamar Chase. Eh, I mean T Higgins. Like nobody's really done done too much on the team. The running game is is. I have Joe Mixon. I don't want him on my fantasy team. He's averaging like two yards a carry. It's so bad. That O-line is so bad. So that Saints D, I I mean, Cam Jordan and company. Who? He's questionable. Higgins. Yeah, I saw that. Higgins is questionable. Yeah, he had an ankle Um, injury and then played with it last week and then re-injured it again. Mm -hmm. So there goes my fantasy season. One of my best players that under the radar fell to me in the fourth or fifth round, whatever it is. And I don't know. I'll I'll give you this stat real quick. The Bengals are two and three on the year, right? But against the spread, they're three and two, which is kind of and so that's a weird one to have. Yeah, but out of their three, two and three with three losses that are all three points or less. A three point loss to Dallas, and then they lost by three to the Pittsburgh opening week. Then they lost last week to Baltimore by two points. So it's not like they're getting smoked out here. They lost to Pittsburgh. That's not good. That was week TJ one. Watt you know, week played. one's always always wild. No, that was I a good know, game, though. Yeah. All right. Just don't touch this game. Okay, next up, the Indianapolis Colts, minus one and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tell me how these two teams are playing for the second time this year in a divisional matchup, and it's only week six. Like, what is the NFL doing? This is, supposed to be, this is supposed to be like a week 15 game. Like Dude, can't you see playing. that this is a game that that just l- says right all over it, Week 17 division uh-huh. winner yep. race? Yep. Yeah. That's why they have this at Week 6, because both these teams are cheeks. Yeah. They 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 already ruled out Jonathan Taylor. I don't know if you saw that, and Naeem Hines. Um, they did? Yeah, they ruled him out. So it's probably I thought Jonathan be, Taylor was coming back for this game. That's what, that's what I thought, too, but they ruled him out. It's probably going to be a combination of... Um, that Dion Jackson guy and Philip Lindsay in the well, backfield again. If they ruled him out, why are Colts favored in this game right now? 
I don't That's know. Sketchy as all hell. There's another say game this. that I don't trust. Like, yeah. There's so many one o'clock games I, was, that I just don't trust. I was thinking of picking this. Now that I know Jonathan Taylor's out, I might have to stay away. But the Jaguars, didn't they smoke them like 24 nothing last time they played? They played yes. a couple weeks ago and they got absolutely smoked. So everybody in Vegas is expecting a turnaround where Indy whoops them this game. And Jacksonville yeah. hasn't looked good the last two games. But now I don't know what to make of this. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would lean this. towards Jacksonville. No, I would, but I they've mean, been so. We did we all just not watch the Colts Broncos game last Thursday, where did there were watch? seven field goals kicked in an overtime game? But it was the most no miserable way, no, game of my life to watch. But there's Matt no Ryan that's, sucks. That's different. There's no way that repeats, though. There's no way that repeats. Oh, really? It's such a terrible performance that like it can't can't. It, it just can't be like that again. It just can't. Bro, did you watch Jacksonville just score six points and lose to Houston? Trevor Lawrence throwing picks like he's a rookie? I mean, they scored six points against Houston. They gave Houston their first win. How can you go into this and say, yeah, I'm going to take the Jags on the road just because they beat Indy last time? Like, I take that back. I said a couple, I said the, a couple games ago, like, don't pick that game. This is the worst game on the slate. You can't yeah. touch this game. No, this has you have two. to go pe- you have to go props on this game and That's the over it. under actually else. the over under is only 41 I would actually lean towards hitting the over on that I know yeah, that's not scary, a bad under but, I don't know but, I feel like that over under is kind of sketchy also but this game I, there's nothing 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 to do no with one, this game I will I will say this you're a degenerate you gambler if you bet this game I honestly 100% the AFC South who nobody wants to see the, these these teams play like I'm sorry they're boring Whoever they're makes so, it like, into the playoffs from the AFC South will lose. It's going to lose. Like, unless somehow Tennessee, week. like they've started to turn around a little bit, unless they get back to their form that they were last year, maybe they can win a game. But like, no, that AFC, that whole division is terrible. And then you look at like the NFC East and AFC East, and we're actually good. And like, we might not make the playoffs, but what it, it is, what it is. The, don't touch this game, please. Okay, another. I'm sorry to say this is another sketchy one, but I get what it is. The Rams hosting the Carolina Panthers, 10-point favorites, another 10-point spread. You don't get that 9.5 hook, which would have been nice, but it's at 10. Carolina starting P.J. Walker because um, what? Baker, Mayfield, Baker Mayfield has a multi-week Walker. high ankle sprain now, and no Sam way. Darnold is still recovering from his high ankle sprain. So P.J. Walker starting. PJ Walker, I believe, is either one and zero or two and zero in his career, so don't count him out. He's a mobile guy. Reminds me a little bit of a Josh Johnson, who's stuck around in this league for quite some time. Um, and look, they're they're playing with house money. And let's face it, the Rams suck right now. They suck. I started Cowboys defense in fantasy last week. They got me twenty three points, five sacks, two picks, um, a blocked a blocked punt. That, that I mean, uh, they scored a touchdown on like a, a like they're just they're nasty that defense and and the Rams haven't showed me any consistency on offense. Matthew Stafford's problem is he's trying to force every throw to Cooper Cup and he's not even looking for Allen Robinson. So they've got major issues on the offensive side of the football. Not to mention what the hell happened with this Cam Akers. I mean, he left the team and they basically got rid of him. Something personal is going on. I'm guessing he's been frustrated with his lack of play and lack of incorporation to the offense, starting with that week one game, that he's, he just decided not to show up. And so basically, Sean McVay had to tell him not to come. 
So now they're trying to probably find a trade partner and they don't want to tell anybody that. That would be my guess of what's going on. That's what it sounds like. Like Even when they asked him, I think during the interviews, like, oh, what do you think about him in the future? And he was very vague about Cam Akers being there. I'm curious if something happened during practice, if something else happened, because it doesn't sound yeah. like it doesn't sound like it's a family or personal issue, even though that's what they're labeling Correct. it as. Correct. Yeah. There's a they're lot of safe uh, face. It seems like yeah, it's, it's sketchy a, it's as a hell. Lot, a lot of stuff hidden in the clouds here. Like I don't know, but regardless, there's there's everything is going wrong with the Rams right now. I don't trust the Rams. I don't trust. What's going on in the Panthers situation? You know what I mean? Bat rule's gonna get fired. He's oh, sorry, he's already fired. No, yeah, yeah. He's already fired. Like that's no. why you know I'm coaching? taking the Carolina Panthers money line in this game. Oh my god. Let's go! go. Plus three sixty. Plus three sixty, baby. Nobody's gonna see it coming. The Rams wow. are banged up. They're bruised. They have no identity right now. Their defense is all screwed up. They have no offensive weapons besides Cup. They're falling apart at the seams. They're two and three at home, coming off of a Super Bowl victory. Give me yeah. a break. PJ Walker, CFL legend, arena football legend. I, I think he's arena football. I, I forget. It was but. XFL or XFL or legend, PJ Walker. Give yeah. me the Carolina. Or and AAF. I'm, I'm curious. They always, you know what they always like flaunt around is that stat after head coaches get fired and the and the teams how they bounce back the next that, week and they yeah. win the game. We win it yeah. for the coach that got fired. Yeah. Hold Give me on a second. Plus 360 hold, money line. Do hold it. on a second. Hold on. I'm going to squash that theory. You know who the interim head coach is of this of the Carolina Panthers team? I'll give you five minutes to figure it out. Because you don't know. Oh, oh give me a hint. It I'm is, to think who's on his staff. He, it is. Hints. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Oh, I knew I that read is? that. Oh, yeah, no, God. Nope. No, no. They're not winning this Steve game. Steve Wilkes went 3-13 and 13 as Cardinals head coach the year they drafted Josh Rosen and then got canned immediately. And now immediately. Steve Wilkes took over as interim head coach. And you know what his first act as head coach was? He fired two guys that were Matt Rule guys. And he kept his offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo. Oh, no. Oh, yes. So you're putting your faith into Ben McAdoo to call a good game for P.J. Walker and go into L.A. and beat the reigning Super Bowl champions? Good remember, luck. Remember when the Giants hired Ben McAdoo and he went to the press opening press conference in a suit that was like five times yes. bigger than he needed? Yes. Oh, that guy was so cringe with his little... His slick back hair and his little stash. Stupid he was mustache, so, dude. And he's such a weird fuck. I can't rely, I can't put my my chips on the line with this guy calling plays. Like, how is your first act to retain your offensive coordinator who has been awful? Like, absolute like maybe because he's like knows that this guy was a head coach and he needs some advice or like he's gonna need a scapegoat when they get smoked the rest. Like, if I might I might take him with the spread then, not the money line, because that's that's <laughs> the most depressing thing I've ever been told. McAdoo sure. is still the OC on the team. Yeah. yeah, I don't I, even no. even freaking uh, what's his name? The the Broncos coach last year who got fired. Fangio. Oh, oh so Fangio. Fangio yeah. yeah, he took a year off. He don't want to see he don't want to show his face in the league anymore after the abysmal performance he had as a defensive guru. Yep. Screw him. I don't know why Ben McAdoo's still on the team. That's that's absurd to me. Yeah. Yeah. So this game, it's un, again, another untouchable game, in my opinion. Agreed. Ugh. 
Because they're gonna they're gonna somehow find a way to Cooper Cup their way to a a win, and they might cover. Like who knows? This was what happened after they got blown out earlier in the year. It was maybe the game against Buffalo to start the season. And then next game, you're like, all right, Rams are going to bounce back. They're going to destroy somebody. And they either did, or this was the game where I bet them against the Falcons where they were just smoking them. And then next thing you know, it was a spread like this and the Falcons backdoor covered. So you can't really trust the Rams this year. That's that's the problem with what, with this spread being so high is it's the team. I'm not looking so much at the spread. I'm looking at the team and the Rams have shown me nothing to prove that they're going to cover a spread this high. Okay, next up, you've got the Seattle Seahawks at home. Um, two and a half point dogs to the Arizona Cardinals. Another weird team. This game, uh, more than likely, Cardinals, worst, worst first half team in football, no doubt. Uh, it, they wait till the end of the games to just basically ho-hum their way to victory. Like, this guy... Uh, Kyler Kyler Murray just just does his thing. He needs plays to Did you hear his comments like he wanted them to draw up more more plays where he just ad-libs it and can just run around like no. Like this guy needs chaos in order to make a play. Like he ran uh, like accumulated like 80 yards one uh a couple weeks ago, scrambling, scrambling, scrambling and then scoring like a 20-yard touchdown. It's incredible. His nobody's doubting his talents and his speed and everything. Um, but they're another weird team that it's hard to figure them out right now, much like the Rams. And they're playing a Seahawks team that's quarterbacked by Geno Smith. They wrote him off, but, the, but you know, hey, w what can you say? He's been one of the best quarterbacks in this league. It, it's actually incredible to watch. Uh, they're not a good team. Up? Do you think he what? keeps that up? Do you think he keeps that up? Dude, the way they're drawing up plays, like, I do think he can keep it up. And now that Rashad Penny's out, they've got Ken Walker um, at running back. I'm very curious to see how that plays out this week. Um, but at home, another tough place to play. This is this is a divisional matchup too, mind you. So <laughs> good luck betting this game with a two and a half point spread with, with the favorite, favorite, favored team being on the road. It's sketchy again, and I would not be shocked if somehow the Seahawks pulled this off. Pete Carroll knows this division uh, like the back of his hand. Um, uh, I mean, it's the Seahawks are, I can't figure them out. I just know I drafted DK Metcalf and got a lot of shit for it, and he's been good. I mean, G I, I'm shocked what, what I'm seeing by this team, and especially Geno's play. He's outplayed nearly every quarterback in the league. Uh, yeah, his incredible. completion percentage is through the roof. He's thrown nine touchdowns on the year, only two picks. He's having a, we can't lie, he's having a stellar season. And it's, it's, an it's, his career a, path is crazy, yeah. too, because he's already been in the he's league for, what, five, six years? It's probably more than that. The it's, yeah, it, it actually, I think it might ago. be, it, Matt actually might be even more. Um, I liked Geno Smith when he was on the Jets. I can I will never forget that Monday night game against the Falcons where he led the Jets to victory and I won like a weekly football pool for like $300 and I was just like going crazy. I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world a couple of years ago. Um, I love Kenneth Walker. I think that he's going to be a stud running back in this league. I, I really am excited to see what he can do this week. You know, guys, you know me. I'm, I'm in love with rookie running backs. I think that they're so high value players in terms of fantasy and for ownership for these franchises. I can't wait to see Kenneth Walker run all over the cards. Um, and it's going to, I think it's going to be a Gino good game. In 2013, by the way. So nine yeah. years. So he's been, yeah, nine years. I don't know why I said five. I thought it was going to be close. Yeah. Okay. 
But there's going to be a good game. There's only one, two, it three, is. four o'clock. There's three, four o'clock games going on this Sunday because there's a lot of bye weeks. One of the better ones. Um, they do agree. Yeah, yeah, you got the Chiefs-Bills. That's going to be an exceptional game. Don't get me wrong. We're going to jump into that right after this. But the Cards-Seahawks game, that's a close second. If you have two TVs at four o'clock, this would, should be the, the other game on your second TV, not the Rams-Panthers. <laughs> Rams-Panthers. Definitely not that game. But yeah, I'm 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 all with the the Cardinals Seahawks being a good game. I I I personally think the Cardinals cover. Um, somehow I think like you said, late rally to win the game. I think the spread's only like two and a half. It's two and a half now, but if that thing jumps up to three, three and a half, baby, I think I might be taking them Hawks. Yeah, yeah, and, and no, the over under is fifty. That's a nice. That's a nice nice spread. You look at both teams. Seahawks are the ones that average more, right? They average 25 points a game. Cards are sitting right at 21. Um, both offenses are electric, but both both defenses, the, the advantage goes towards the cards. So expect maybe Seattle will give up a lot of points early. Kyler's getting back into a swing of things. Um, they're 2-0 and on, on the road as well, too, the Cardinals. And this is a Seahawks game that's at home. Um, but I still like if that. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's, I, I, like, um, I like the Hawks in this, I think. That game, that spread, I mean, the over-under is 50 and a half. 50 and a half for this type I mean, of game, too. That's what is, what is that saying, man? Are they, I think the I books like are scared. It. I would go under. In a, I think that could be the easiest bet of the week. What, to hit the under, under for this? To hit the under 50? They're not I think they might be onto much. something, though. They wouldn't set it at 50 and a half if they weren't scared of everybody betting know, the over. I know, but it just seems like a divisional game. They're usually kind of lower scoring. I don't know. I know these defenses aren't great, but not, I don't have faith in either of these teams to score 20 plus, 25 plus points. Come on. Yeah. No, One thing I will say, it, it's it's maybe I'm making a bigger of a deal about it than what other, other people might assume, but Matt Prater for the Cardinals is out this game. So does That's, that affect yeah. the Cardinals' decision-making to instead of kicking field goals to go for those fourth and two, fourth and three with Murray, your quarterback? Because you know he can extend yeah. the play for, what did we see two weeks ago, 20 seconds mm-hmm. he had a fourth and goal or wherever it was? Yeah. I, that might be something that you have to take into consideration when betting on this game, especially yeah. for overbetters, but not as much so as... Um, you know, like this, like a backdoor cover for the spread, like the Cardinals always do yeah. time and time again, every year they That's backdoor true. cover these games. And they, listen, that kicker missed the field goal to against the Eagles, like badly. So they had the Eagles on the ropes there at the end. And, and because they don't have Prater, they, they, they lose the game. So something definitely good point to keep an eye out on. All right. The. Best game of the afternoon for sure. Uh, This one you might want to hammer the over of 54. That would be the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Buffalo Bills, a rematch of last year's iconic playoff game between these two teams. The Chiefs getting it done with 13 seconds left, go down, get the field goal, win it in overtime with Travis Kelsey scoring that epic touchdown and Kelsey coming off a stellar game, scoring four touchdowns on Monday Night Football, four touchdowns, on about 25 yards receiving, just insane. He now leads the league in touchdowns. He's unguardable. Um, the Bills secondary, are they still a little bit banged up? They might be uh, a little bit banged I, up. I think a little banged up, but I think for the most part, they should be okay. Yeah, Micah Hyde might might be out for this game. I'm not sure, yeah. but uh, ja- Josh Allen has been now. the best quarterback in terms of fantasy uh, this season, and... They sh- they now that they got Gabe Davis back, they're showing no signs of slowing down. Uh, this should be a phenomenal game. This is probably the only time 
that you'll see the Kansas City Chiefs as home underdogs under Patrick Mahomes ever. I mean, can you imagine? And I'm sorry, I am not betting against the Chiefs at home. As underdogs, I find great value in them at plus 120 on the money line. I just do. Yeah. And I Um, think they're getting Butker back as well for this game because he's been hurt. So I think he should play in this game. And I, I, I like the Chiefs to win this by a field goal. I really do. This game not being a Sunday night game is a travesty. I it's a travesty. This no, game, it's good because I could watch it the full game and not have to worry about like going to bed or whatever. I know, but I would like to watch this game without other games going on at the same time. No, that's um, your problem. <laughs> the, what do you I mean think, you can? It's on CBS. No, no I mean you have you he, have the Cardinals Seahawks going on also, which I want to He's a pay red zone hardo. You have gonna watch, we're going to dual screen it here. We're going to go live to the Rams yeah. and Panthers game. We're going to dual screen it. <laughs> <laughs> and who is this Stafford throwing the corner of the end zone to you Van Jefferson, who's not even game. an active player today? Oh, no. No commercials. <laughs> no commercials. We're going to try screen it here for you, Priyank. <laughs> Give me a break, dude. If you miss any second of this game, you're nuts. Yeah, Let me tell you what. Tell me who you game. like in this game. Give me the Chiefs all day. Tredavious Thanks. White and Micah Hyde are both out. They're two best defensive Tredavious players White that are in the oh, secondary. Geez, baby. Tredavious White's day. out. Micah Hyde's out. Of course, they got Von Miller and company in that that filthy, stingy eat, front line. But I'll tell you what. I don't know if you guys have been watching some of these Chiefs games. They make the most out of their running plays, and it's something that they haven't been able to do in a lot of crucial games last year. But this year, for some reason, they're getting some nice chunkage yards out of McKinnon, out of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, out of Jer- um, uh, Pacheco, you know, yeah. at, they're get, even with their lack of uh, wide receiver depth is is really letting them run the ball a little bit more freely McKinnon, and opening up that play uh, action. showed up a little bit last week. Yeah, yeah, he was getting those chunk yards, 16 runs here, 12 yards here, you know, stuff like that it helps an offense move the chains and get in those scoring plays. I like the Chiefs in this game. I think the spread should actually be a little bit higher um, than what it is. I think that, you know, the the Bills should probably not be two and a half point favorites. They should probably be three and a half point favorites just because of how explosive they are. But I still like the Chiefs in this game to not only cover, I'm taking the money line for sure. Hell yeah, baby. Um, I just I have nothing to disagree with. I think your taste was spot on. Um, I think Kelsey's going to eat. I think, yeah, I think everything's spot on. Yeah, everything that you think is going to happen in this game will happen, except for, you know, it, it's a toss-up with who wins the game, the but one this thing, is going to be amazing. I don't know if Kelsey eats. I'd worry about, I don't know if Kelsey eats. The one thing I, I'd be worried about is saying, like, I'm, I wouldn't be confident in hitting that over just because I feel like there's a lot of recency bias bias going on from that game where all no those way. points were scored in that in that last game. In the But that was... um all done within the last two minutes. So otherwise it was, that game was nowhere near hitting the over. So I don't know. 54 is high. 54 is high. Um, who knows? But I personally wouldn't, I'm not taking the over on this. 54 game. is high, right? Everybody says that 54 is so high. That's a crazy over. End and then it gets quarter, to the end of the, the line, first half yeah. and it's yep. 24 to 20. Yeah. Like that's, that's, now you that's these out. types of games that happens every time. And then you go and live yeah. bet the over and the under and it's at like 63 and you're like, oh, why didn't I just take the over? Like, you don't want to yeah. be the one guy that bets not on the I, over this game. Just root for the right, points, root for the plays. 
Yeah, yeah, squad ride. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They, let's, let's ride. Prank is right though. This is a the biggest travesty is this game you. not being the Sunday night game. But oh, now I'm right. Now I'm of right. Course, Before when I said of it, of course I wasn't the NFL. Right, now I said it. Okay. No, I think this Sunday NFL is all about the freaking money, dude. That's all they're about. You know, week one, Russell Wilson returns to Seattle, and then look at obviously this week they got this monster matchup. At the four o'clock spot, and then we go into the NFC powerhouses at Sunday night. So no, it's a travesty that the Jets and Packers are not the Monday night game, and I have to watch the Broncos again in a prime time game. <laughs> but we'll get to that soon. We're all gonna watch it together. Don't worry. Yeah. The Sunday night game is next up. We've got a very good matchup. I freaking hate the Eagles. We're all very... in agreement. Um, Eagles at home, six and a half point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys. The disrespect. You know Skip Bayless is going to be all over this. He's going to be tweeting like a clown show. And I guarantee you the Cowboys, as I sit here today, I am starting Cowboys defense on Sunday Night Football. They've been a revelation for my fantasy team. They're only being projected 5.28 points, which is a joke by Yahoo. I think the Cowboys defense is the difference in this game. I think they stopped Jalen Hurts in the running game, and I don't care who quarterbacks this Dallas team. I like Dallas to go into Philly and pull out a one to three point win. What? Let's go. Let's go. What Dallas are these Cowboys. Let's go. Okay, now we know your bias. Rush is gonna go to like five this and game, zero. This game or is six and zero. Uh, no, no, no. You're no. telling me Eagles the are going to win. win this. Eagles are going to win this. Game. Are you high? Cover Eagles six and a half. I don't know if they, they cover. Like I don't know if they the, cover against the Cardinals. I don't know if they cover. But well, then they, you can't confidently say that I'm stupid and that the Eagles are just going to win if you don't think they're going to. Eagles are going to win. I'm confident. You're really putting your faith in Pooper Rush. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Pooper Rush. Absolutely. We're going to do this with a bright light. I have faith in that. That Cowboy defense is no. so underrated. You what only have the, the Cowboys Rams. defense on fantasy, which is why you're so such a hard on no. right now. I've, Relax. I've been watching this all of their games. This game should have been a 4 o'clock game, and the no Chiefs way. and Bills game should they have been Sunday night. They flexed it for night. a reason. They didn't flex the Cow- Look at the Cowboys' schedule and look at the Eagles' schedule. They thought schedule. Dak was going to play has, here. They thought Dak was going to play. They didn't expect the Dak injury, and now it's not going to be good. They flexed this. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Why would they flex this? Because these two teams are one lo- combined loss. Why would you flex this game? What do they flex out of this slot then? Brink, the, the Chiefs and the Bills are a tale as old as time. It's been forever since a 5-0 and Eagles team was yeah. at home week five or, or week six against a 4-1 and Dallas team without their starting quarterback. And their defense is yeah, so dude. good. This is going to be an insane matchup. The The, the Eagles are one of the more expl- uh, most explosive. If not, you could argue that they're more explosive than the Bills. And it's very hit or missy, ticky tacky. But you could make that argument just because they're running back um, and they're and they're running quarterback are a lot better on the Eagles. I like the Eagles in this game. I, I don't know why people are so high on, on Cooper Rush and, and Dallas when it's honestly just the defense holding the other team to three and outs He's and they get great field position. That's all they do, man. That's all they do. They hold other teams to great field you're position the for their best, offense. You're playing probably the favorites in the NFC. And who would you give the head coaching away, a nod like, to for a better head coach? You really trust uh, McCarthy more to win this game? Over that visor-wearing loser, Nick Sirianni? Yes. And I hate I'll tell you what, Sirianni coaches, got these so boys like, playing their tails off. Right now, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not a fan of either right of these now. teams. Mark it down right now. You're both wrong. The Cowboys will win this game. I will be donning <laughs> my Skip Bayless Cowboy jersey, baby. If you don't bet on this game and put money where your mouth is, uh, it's irrelevant what you it, say the, right now. The disrespect 
The Cowboys have beaten the New York Giants. Giants are four and one. Their only loss is the Cowboys. Okay, but the, we would the said the Giants have beaten, suck. The Cowboys have no. They don't suck. I never said that. The Cowboys have beaten the Cincinnati Bengals, the Washington Commanders handily, twenty five to ten, and they just went into L.A. and they beat the L.A. Rams twenty two to two. Every win has been handily, and now they're playing an Eagles team. And when you have an undefeated team, each week it gets harder and harder and harder to win and this is no exception this spread is outrageous you know how this goes it's nfc east matchup these spreads it's going to come down to a three-point game so without a doubt i will be taking the cowboys plus six and a half and that money line of plus 225 it's just too juicy to pass up it's too juicy cooper rush give me cooper rush undefeated never lost a start in his career versus an undefeated eagles team that i think will lose and I'm telling you right now, there have been talk uh, of these players that have been on both sides of this thing, and I'm telling you right now, the Eagles are not going to be able to stop this Cowboys offense. I'm telling you right now. First okay. of all, I, can I we talk? Is it, is it cool that we disagree okay. with you now because you're high as hell, dude? I know. Let, Diggs, let is, us get a couple Diggs is showing. He, Diggs is having a little bit worse of a year. Dude, still a good let, year. Let, still let a us really get a good couple year. points in here. The real quick. X factor is Jason Peters. He knows this Eagles team. He's on the Cowboys now. Oh. He knows all their dirty. He's not even going to play. He's questionable. He's not he even going to play. To play. He's going to be like their their coach. He's going to tell them all the fucking little secrets, oh, and they're going to. They're gonna go after. They're gonna go after Jalen Hurts. They might have a bounty on him. Don't, don't, don't. What part of the Eagles are five and zero, and they get to play at home on Sunday night? Do you not tell get? me who is the there... Eagles have played, have won, have beaten that that are good? That's good. Please let me know. They beat who they Detroit beat. by three points week one Detroit, when they had a yeah. Detroit had a thirty-eight thirty-five thriller in Detroit, yeah. and they won that game. You're not helping your case. They beat Minnesota 24-7. They beat the Commanders 24-8. They beat Jacksonville 29-21. And then they, they squeaked the away Cardinals. a win last week. Yeah. They beat one good 17. team. They beat one good team. Minnesota. Okay. And this, Congratulations. This is, this is in the same category. The this Cowboys is in the same exact the category. They don't even have the their Cowboys starting quarterback the on Bengals, Dallas. The Rams. They Bengals, beat two teams that were in the Super Bowl. We just talked about the Rams being terrible. We, but you just Super Bowl said they were champs. terrible. You just said they were terrible. The Eagles ain't beating them. Oh, my God. I don't. I don't believe. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna wholeheartedly disagree with Listen, you. And almost every take you made about this. All Cowboy you're talking Eagles about, game. the two of you, is the Eagles' offense. You've given me nothing to suggest that defense but, is any good. What are you talking about? Darius Slay has been one of the best corners in the league. Great. One player. Can you name any others on that defense? Yeah, oh, Darius Slay yeah, also has Bradbury. the hottest wife in the NFL. Real quick. That's not I don't know true. if I I There's don't know no if I told way. you guys this. I've seen her. Yeah, she's hot. But you did I mention this to you guys hottest. on previous episodes? She is. Yes. She's a dime. But do you know every player in the NFL's wife, what they look like? Like you're talking Tom Brady. Giselle Bungeon is hotter. Yeah, she is. She's beautiful, but she's an exception. She's in her own category. It's not fair. And Sean McVay's wife is smoke show. A lot of yeah, smoke I don't I don't I'm going to complete. Go, not All right, go agree to disagree. I'm with Prank on this. I'm, I'm taking fine. the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles. Maybe not the spread. I don't know if I want to touch that six and a half spread. I think you're right. Spread. That's my point. That's what but I'm, to say, that's what but I'm you're, saying. You're, but you're wholeheartedly on that money line. I'm telling you right now. No, they're not I winning said the this money game. line is the money line is juicy. It's it's they're juicy not winning as hell. this game. They're not that winning this game. That's like saying N one when you get fouled. It's not a foul, but you're you're letting the other person know that they fouled. Prank is so the fact that you're so confident and you've been so bad at predicting anything this year. Oh, I'm okay. telling you right now. Well, how many points do I have? We'll go over the picks. Doesn't a mean he bit. doesn't get an That's opinion. Yeah, I only say that because he's agreeing with me. If so you're so you're confident, then take this game. Pick this game. 
Pick the Eagles minus six and a half. I just told Put you, I think they'll win is. the game, but I didn't say the spread. Well, you, think they're gonna, so you think the Cowboys are going to win outright? You think the I'll Cowboys are going to win outright? I'll the Eagles money line. The over is 42. That's a travesty because the Eagles are going to win 35 to 10. No, they're not because that Cowboy defense is the X factor. About to get exposed. The Eagles under 25. Nobody, nobody, up. I don't care what team you are and how disciplined you are. If you play in Philly on Sunday night football, you are not going to be in the right state of mind yeah, to I'm perform at your best <laughs> level. Okay, and, let's move uh, and on. They're going to start, they're gonna start to unravel in front of our eyes, this Cowboys. I can't can believe I'm vouching for the fan base that punches cop horses in the face. Yeah. But I'm doing it. Give me the dirty birds. We'll get to this last game and then get our picks in. Final game on the slate, we have an AFC West showdown between the LA Chargers and Denver Broncos, two teams that have been extremely disappointing this year. Uh, I just noticed that Geno Smith has more fantasy points than my guy, Justin Herbert, which is just sad. Um, so that just proves how bad the Chargers have been. Uh, they barely beat the Browns. They've had a couple of weirdly bad losses. They were up 21 against the uh, Houston Texans a couple weeks ago and then barely won that game. They did cover one, ended up winning by 10, but it was like tied at one point. Um, and the Broncos, we all know what what they are. So until the Broncos can get out of this rut and show me anything, give me the Chargers all day, minus four and a half. Yeah, I'll step in, I think. Um, this is a game that if, if the Broncos don't show any life in the red zone like they have in the past couple of weeks, I would I would just write them off for the year. Russell Wilson has, has four touchdown passes in five weeks. He's looked abysmal. He's completing 101 passes out of 170. That's a horrible rating. He's thrown for only 1,200 yards. They just lost Javante Williams for the year. They're banged up on defense. This is a game that if, if it starts off 6-0 Denver by two field goals and you're and you're watching this and you want to just hammer some some money on the Chargers money line, I would do so. Even if it's seven to six, I would just hammer that. I don't think Denver wins this and, and that's coming from a Denver fan. And it's sad because I'm looking forward to seeing the Chargers Broncos Monday night game. But it's just gotten to the point now where if they don't do anything on offense, and I will say this, they have been really screwed over by by the officiating in their games this year. There have been a lot of ticky-tacky Who, calls against, against Denver. Yes, man, it is it is ridiculous. Did the refs it's, screw them over when they tried one to of, kick a 68-yard field goal to win the game? Whatever. In they're, week they're, one? They're one of the most penalized for, teams in the NFL. On down in overtime against the Colts. It's hard to watch. They shoot themselves in the foot and they extend the play for the other team's offense and then they can't and then when they get on the field they three and out and you see how how yeah. sad Russell Wilson looks no, back I there. I get it. I get He's it. He's not even throwing accurate passes. I I get it, dude. I get it. It's disappointing, but this this is not over. You have a path to victory to get into the playoffs still. I still am not going to write this team off. I actually I'm going to pick the, the you know, the the Chargers, but I actually want the Broncos to win. I want them to show me some life, show me that they're still, because it, it's going to be tough for whoever are these two teams. What are the records of these two teams? Two and three. And are the, are the and three and two chargers three, yeah, and, three two? and two chargers. Okay. Broncos so three. Broncos, obviously they could, if they lose this, God forbid that the, the Broncos lose this game and say the jets win and get to four and two. And then the jets play the Broncos next, like the, the Broncos, season could be on the line in terms of like making the playoffs because this year the AFC is stacked. So this is, I would say, would you say this is like must win territory for the Broncos? Oh, for sure. I think everybody's ass is to the fire right now. The head coach, Russ Wilson, um, the entire offense, the only person I think that's been doing above what they were supposed to is the defensive coordinator. 
for for the Broncos. Right. That's who's, true. Who's got the crazy name that I can't say? Um, so I, I think you, this is make or break for them. Would I be surprised if they come out and score uh, twenty four points and they look like they've been supposed to? you know, appear all year. No, I would be ecstatic. I would think that would, uh, finally we look like we're supposed to finally everybody that said that we had a dynamic offense, we playmakers, we could put up some points. They're just not putting up points, man. Yeah. They're getting into the red zone. They're kicking field goals or they go for and on fourth down or they fumble at the one. Like that's, that's just been the yeah. story for them all year. And it's, it's hard to watch, but this could be their bounce back game, a fun prop game to bet on. Mm-hmm. Herbert's the quarterback. He, uh, he's always a great one to bet on two plus touchdown passes. Uh, Eckler scored what four touchdowns last week oh or whatever God. it was. He scored none in the first like three games, and now he scored like seven in the last yeah. couple. Mike Williams, another one of my favorite wide receiver twos in the league, coming alive here. Is with, Keenan with, Allen ever going to play? That's I don't know, <laughs> but it, it's only feeding into the Mike Williams value more and more, and he's yeah, he's showing yeah. that he's not only a deep threat, but he can, he can run uh, some quick routes too, and, and has some good hands. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts, Pre? Um. Tell you the truth, I I think this game is going to be a little more interesting than, this, than the last a prime time game for the Broncos. I think it's going to be quite. Yeah. A, what's the over under on this game? Forty five and a half. That's right in the middle of the pack. I don't know if I would touch that, but I I would like I, to I, see I, both teams score twenty four. The one plus, thing I'm just looking out for. The one thing I'm looking out for is Russell Wilson's play after having this injection. Are you starting in shoulder. him? Um, I'm thinking about it. Just he is. Like, he is. It's a it's a weaker. Oh. It's a pretty good matchup. Um, Chargers Who are you playing this up. week? Me, oh, Ooh. a matchup of one and four versus zero and five. The the projections the right now. The, I'll tell you the live projections the real quick. Bowl. I'm projected ninety four point one nine. Pranks projected ninety four point one zero. Let's go. I'm favored by point oh nine. It's a fifty fifty percent win go. chance right now. But but I'm looking forward to seeing how Russell Wilson throws the ball now that he's had some okay. sort of treatment. Like obviously it's oh, pretty true, much yeah. to it's not like a permanent treatment for your shoulder, but yeah, I'm looking All forward right. to seeing how he throws the ball. I, I think it's gonna be he's gonna be better. I think he has to be better than the Colts game. So we'll see. But I I I, I don't I'm staying away from the spread. I'm not touching this game. All right, let's do it. It is time for the picks segment. Picks, 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 so, picks, picks, picks. Send me we will them let Priyank. Go first, since he's in first place with eight points. I believe I have five, and Mauer has one. Yeah, I think you guys so, made a stint about me not going first last time, so here we go. Um, my first pick, okay, is going to be Kansas City plus two and a half. We talked about this. Kansas City at home. I like them with the points. Honest to God, I might even bet the money line here. I like them. Um, okay. First time Mahomes, uh, first time Mahomes is an underdog, and I'm all on his side. Um, pick number two. I know this spread is high. Like I know it's high, but I just it's just too good to pass up. Tampa Bay minus ten at Pittsburgh. Ooh. I'm taking them. Okay. Pittsburgh is without Minka Fitzpatrick. They're banged up on defense. This Tampa Bay offense has looked much better. They looked pretty good last week, in my opinion. And now they have all their weapons back. I, I like. I think they cover. And then you obviously still have this tremendous defense by the Tampa Bay. Like I think they they get in the head of Pickett, you know. Um, they like they probably get a couple turnovers here and there, and get some easy points. I, I think they cover the ten. And then uh, number three, I'm going with Arizona minus two and a half versus Seattle. I know this game is uh like it's one one of the better matchups that we talked about late in the afternoon. 
I like Kyler Murray. I like those last-minute covers. I think they do this. Even without the whole Prater situation, I think they get enough points, and I think they cover this. Sounds good. All nice. right, Nick, you're up. All right, I'll make it. I'll make it quick. Uh, I'm going to take my one-point pick. I'm going to use it on the New York Giants plus five and a half at home against the Baltimore Ravens. We went through that game. Uh, go back and listen to my take if you think um, you want to tail it. But I'm going to take with my one-point pick, the Giants. I think they went at home and get it done. Uh, with my two-point pick, I'm going out to Lambeau Field, and I'm taking the New York Jets plus seven and a half to cover on the road against Green Bay Packers. Uh, I like the Jets' defense in this game. Expect them to maybe score a touchdown. Um, if you fluster Rodgers, he's shown that he will crumble and you can win close games. And I think the Jets have had enough taste in their mouth of winning close games and nail biters that they go into this game on the road against a really good team with the MVP and they get it done. Plus seven and a half. I also like a money line. Uh, with my three point pick, as Anth- uh, Priyank alluded to with his, with his one point pick, I will be taking the Kansas City Chiefs plus two and a half on the road in a four o'clock spot against the Buffalo Bills. I'll take the Chiefs all day with points, uh, especially against a team that they're already going to beat. I think the Bills are too banged up for this. It's going to be a nail-biter. Over 54, hammer that. Take the Chiefs maybe money line if you're feeling frisky. Uh, Throw a couple props on it. That's going to be a really fun game to not get too bombed off of the 1 o'clock beers when you're watching on Sunday. So pace yourself. we got some really good football coming up at 4 o'clock. I'm taking the Chiefs plus 2.5 all day. Okay, okay. I like it. All right, my turn. I do like this Giants and Ravens game. Um, I'm in between four games. I got to pick three. So here we go. With my one-point pick, I am going to take the New York football Jets at plus seven and a half. This does scare me a little bit, but I have faith. I like what I've seen from the Jets. Packers coming off a bad loss to the Giants. This could get ugly, but seven and a half seems too high. No Christian Watson. Jets have looked, that that was the best they've looked all year a week ago. So give me the Jets with my one point pick at plus seven and a half. For my two point pick, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys on the road in Philadelphia getting what is it? Six and a half points. That hook is a little disturbing. I wouldn't mind getting this at seven or seven and a half, but that's fine. Give me the Dallas Cowboys in that defense plus six and a half. And my three point pick, I'm going where Nick went with his one point pick. I psyched myself out of it earlier. I talked up the Giants. Nope. I'm taking Baltimore minus five and a half on the road against the Giants. The Giants are overwhelmingly due for a letdown game here. Um, the X factor could be Martindale, so I could be shooting myself in the foot here. But no, give me Baltimore minus five and a half for my three point pick. Locked and loaded. That's Let's pretty interesting. Those you are guys three are on the opposite sides of that game. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you right now, real, real, real cap. Um, recap. Sorry, not real cap. <laughs> recap. What the hell's the real points? cap? Real lies, guys. <laughs> I thought that was cap some, is, uh, cap is uh, street for lie. So apparently, yeah, Prank is are... giving you real lies right now. No, no, no. This is the truth. This is the truth, though. The truth <laughs> is, I'm winning so far with eight points. Okay, Anthony has five points on the season. Maurer has one measly point. He is one for nine on his last picks. I'm winning all my picks yeah. this week. I guarantee. So he's it. due. He's due. I agree. I'm he's due. due. And I'm due too. After going 0 3, there's no shot I don't win two of these. I did like I like the Jets pick, but I had a feeling you guys were going to take it, and I was like, yeah, I'll go with something. I have else. to use my points I where I most to, think. I wanted to take the Vikings as my three. Uh, that's the other one. So bad. I, I was stuck between those five. So I, bad. I ended up not going with the Vikings. I will probably throw a hundo on the Vikings, straight up. To be honest, money line or no minus three. 
I will probably yeah, take that. Well, but th- that's it. I think I've, I've, I, I'm yeah. confident in my three. I really like. We're my all three. confident. I think this is the week we get it done. I think we we eat, all of us should should be able to pull out two two. Will two, there three. ever be a week where we all three hit all three of our bets? No, that never. No, happened. I don't think no. so. Just I don't because think we so. we usually will take opposite teams too. So yeah. Do you think we're more likely to have a week where we all get all nine picks wrong? Yes, more. That's more mm, likely. Yeah. yeah, that's the way this season's going. Like that. Could, I'm in. I'm in this pool. Back. So this yeah. Could be a week. <laughs> yeah, what this do we be... know, dude? We're so one in nine right now. You know what? I I think I made the mistake early on of using my one point picks on teams that I thought that's, for yeah. sure would hit, and then I would use right. my two and three on a little bit more gamble risky. Yeah, riskies. yeah. That's no, what you do. Looking back, I I did it yeah. so wrong, and then. And I, that's why I only have one point because I was using my one point on like gimmies and even those yes. were like hitting and weren't hitting. I know. I know. So you always got to get the points where you can. So you got to. I'm breaking the wheel. I'm going with tradition. I'm, I'm bringing out the bread and butter. Give me that. Give me that chicken thigh and I'll spice it with salt and pepper for y'all with my basic white boy seasoning. Ooh, I'm going to give you guys just the easy bread and butter takes and picks Hold like that. Hold the hot sauce. No, nah, I'm just reaching for the low hanging fruit with my picks is what I'm saying. I'm taking two of the three primetime games. I think I think and, the uh, Kansas City bet for your three, that's the, I mean, that could go either way. I, I like Kansas City, but that you could go either way. You both took that game? I uh, I, sorry, I didn't take pick. I didn't take a prime. I only took the um the Chiefs. I'm I'm taking both New York teams this week. New York, New York. Yeah. New York, nice. New York. All right, guys. That's gonna just about wrap up this show. Take it. Take it for what it is. Those are our picks. We're all very, very confident. All of us can't win this week. So, I mean, we all could get nine points, but I don't see it happening. Um, or this, you know, uh, it's, six it's points. It's so impossible for that to happen. But, yeah. Uh, it, other thing, we're going to try going back to our um, typical schedule, uh, Tuesday's episodes and Saturday episodes. You're um, almost done with your nights, right? No, I am done. I'm done. You're done? So, I'm done. Oh, yeah, sweet. Thankfully. Okay. So I'm back nice. on. I can start doing these well, Tuesday night I, episodes. I can't can do one right this coming on Tuesday. Oh, you can't? Okay, then we'll no. figure it out. We'll figure but it out. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, yeah, we will get back to those two episodes weekly. That'll be good. So, uh, yeah, just been some scheduling conflicts work that obviously takes precedence, priority. So, but yeah, uh, great episode once again, boys. I look forward to uh, chatting early Sunday morning to get these picks in, to get these bets in, and uh, let's get it. Let's go. Let's go, boys. Let's go, Jets. Let's, let's go, go, boys. Hit me, hit me with that spicy yeah. line one more time by, by Dangerous. Oh, you want you want that one more time? Be careful. To close out the show? Be careful. Be careful, though. It's spicy. Be careful, though. <laughs> it's spicy. Have you ever Ooh. done anything dangerous? <laughs> uh I love the uh, <laughs> his tweets after after a Broncos loss are the best. He just got creamed on like prime time. He's like, "Thank you, Jesus." Dude, he <laughs> walked off the podium, left the left the press conference after the Thursday night game loss in overtime, and said, "Broncos Nation." That's right. <laughs> He's like, that's like right. Bro, "What are you doing?" He gets absolutely what? smoked. And then he's going TV home and he's to like, a Thank smoke you, Jesus. show in Sierra. He, he doesn't deserve that woman. <laughs> Not the way he's playing. <laughs> it's absolutely destroyed on national television. Well, yeah. so he's like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Richard Sherman right, we said it wrap best. This up. Broncos country, yeah. let's score. Yeah. All right. All right. From the Pody, Phantom Swami, and Mauer Power. Hey, you've yo. been listening to Through the Ringer, Episode the Ringer. 7. 
Deuces. Bye. Deuces. Have a beautiful time. Careful though, it's spicy. <laughs>